Yeah, I was going to say um, with the Jack Harlow thing, because I had that when we were doing the those shows before we started the podcast, but I had that joke of like, how are they going to let Jack Harlow ruin this classic movie? I was trying to ruin that classic movie. <laughs> like that That's funny. That's yeah. funny as shit. I remember that. Damn, Jack Harlow. I heard the new little house party movie is funny though. Is that? Yeah, it came out uh, last night. I didn't realize oh. the premise is like their house sitting in LeBron's house. For LeBron, yeah. That's like oh my god, setup. that's the house party the, movie. Yeah, like the yeah. parties in LeBron's house. Oh my gosh! I is it his company? It. Did his company produce it? Yeah, yeah, it must have been. Jam- right? Jamar's in it. Yeah, Jamar's he's the DJ. It. Jamar's in it. It was Teddy. I think it's Teddy Ray's last movie. Wow. Mm-hmm. Teddy Ray's in it. Definitely gonna see. And then uh, the homie. The homie Gator, Gator's in it. Oh yeah, oh man. Yeah, there's a lot of white people in that shit. DC's in it. In it. Yeah. And Santino's in it too. It's um, it's in theaters or is it streaming? Theaters. It came out theaters. last night. Oh yeah. Go see yeah, I, I I heard it's actually pretty funny. I might go check it out because um, the dude that wrote it is Donald Glover's brother. That's the head writer on Atlanta. Mm. Oh yeah, Stephen Glover. There it is. Mm-hmm. so it's just like because that's the thing these big companies they're not going they're not going to stop making sequels but what they can at least do is bring in somebody that's going to be creative with it because at least they didn't just like copy the same shit you know yeah they at right. least like they at least yeah they at least did a new premise because that is pretty funny two dudes House sitting for LeBron, like, hey, why not throw a party here? Chinadu's in it too. That's fun. Chinadu is in that shit. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's just like hella niggas that I know personally are in the yeah. movie, so I should go check it. Definitely. Definitely see. Um, yeah, I didn't even know, but I saw like part of the video, but I didn't um, see like the name of it. Shit, Bernie Mac was in that too, huh? The original, yeah. Original. Him yeah. and Robin Harris, ugly ass. Yeah, him yep. and Robin Harris. I used to have all the house parties on VHS. Damn. <laughs> yeah, I love the first one. Yeah, the first one. It was like a yellow cassette, the first one. That's somebody I really wish I could have saw live was Robin Harris. Oh, yeah. Both of them. Yeah, Bernie too. Never gotta see Bernie live. No, oh man. Like that's crazy. Like he he might be like one of the greatest comedians ever, and doesn't have an hour special. Like that's how that's how impactful he was. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. It's just came to comedy. Yeah, he did the Kings of Comedy, and he did his Def Jam set. Yeah, he was that impactful from just those two things. Yeah, that's why I also come. That is crazy. Because yeah. the amount of specials they putting out now, Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. What's your saying? What about specials, man? 
the same yeah, people over and special. over. Yeah, Netflix has a new special every week, but it's I don't get it. It's only like the same 20, 30 people, but for, somehow they got a special every week. Mm-hmm. It's not special. No, not at all. They can't call it the special. It's, it's, a, it's a set. It's really just a set. A long set. Right. Yeah, they ruined it, man. They did. They broke it. And then I just, so apparently, um, I'm checking the date. Oh, it's in like two weeks. Louis C.K. is performing at Madison Square Garden again. Like full-on MSG show in like wow. two weeks. Yeah. Because I think, did he, is he doing Chicago this weekend or he did it like, or he's doing it sometime this month? Yeah. Yeah. I think he, um, cause I saw some podcasts he was on, but he's like, has another special coming out and he's like live streaming. He's going to live stream the MSG show. Mm-hmm. On his off his, just off his website like you just pay him whatever 10 bucks to watch it live and it stays up for a few days and then that's the same hour that the special that is going to come out like a month later but you can see it in fucking msg and it's just like man it's man. crazy how big he's like stayed right even with all yeah. that shit yeah god damn fan base but it's wild like that him and Kevin Hart is why like I'm I've really been pushing just getting people's emails, bro. Right. Oh yeah. Like I got a little over like, I got like over like 300 and something emails from like across the country. So I'm trying to like yeah. I want to get like to 10,000 emails at one point. Right. Like with Louis doing like I mean he basically has to do it cuz of everything that happened they're like we're not right. putting you on streaming, but outside of that part like it's it's like that's the best version of that like you just put your special up and your fans just pay you directly and then they just get it and like he then he has he got the rights to his own show louis and you can like get it off his site and stuff like yeah that's really the he, model not the first part <laughs> right yeah yeah you shouldn't get to that point because you, you shouldn't <laughs> exactly you should yeah. just feel that's the audience illegal. and just do that from the jump the reason yeah. why he has to do it is fucked up but the the, the actual business model is is pretty sound Mm-hmm. Right. For it's someone like Kevin Hart. Because yeah, my, sure. my my next special, I'm I'm uh, selling it directly to fans. Yeah. Yeah, it's the move. It's something yeah. straight out the trunk. Yeah. It's a because like I feel like people really feel connected to you when they do it, when they buy this shit. Yeah. Makes sense. Yep. Yeah. So that was that was kind of what I wanted to do. I wanted to put out two just to get it out there and just get more people to know who I am. And then the mm-hmm. third one, make it specifically for a, a small group of people who are gonna pay for it, like who really, really, really like the shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a good idea. Cause it's funny how like you be thinking like you don't have a lot, like a, another hour or whatever, but feel like I could do 20 minutes just off stuff I've never put out and like I've been thinking about tomorrow like I could, right. I could just do 20 fresh tomorrow you know yeah that's half the, that's half halfway there yeah so right. I want to I want to do my next one in New York City yeah oh okay I, I did LA and Chicago so I want to do New York I'm gonna do it like 
end of next year, like right before Christmas, go go to New York when it's like really cold, mm-hmm. and then uh, do it in like a like a basement type area type show. Yeah. Nah, I gotta do something yeah. in Arizona. Yeah, bro, you gotta do that shit. That'd be cool. Like it'd be a good experience to do something like that somewhere else. Somewhere else. It's like coming home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then that that city always has like a cool like connection to it. Mm-hmm. Like I still right. have people people from Chicago that post like I was at this show, and you know that like makes them feel like really cool because you got people sharing clips and reposting stuff, and you can say like I was actually there for it. Yeah. Because um. And it's crazy. Like, I had a meeting. I had a meeting yesterday. With these two guys. They used to work at Comedy Central. Used to be execs at Comedy Central, but um, they they started their own company and they're producing like their own stuff. And um, they were like, "Oh yeah, we were at your special taping in Chicago." And I was like, "For real?" And, like, I had no idea. They were like, "Oh yeah, yeah, we were there." And one dude was like, "Yeah, it was my it was like my first time out the house, like like off forever." And I was like, "Oh, oh wow. shit. so like I still don't even really know who all was there. Like, I'll probably." For the rest of my life, just run into people and be like, I was at the thing in Chicago. Right. Man, that's crazy. That's what sucks. Try to pull a segment out. Right. I was trying to think of one. Would you rather be stranded in the jungle or the desert? Ooh. Mm. Mm. I feel like there's more resources in the jungle. Right. But it's a better chance you're going to get eaten. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you might enjoy a mango, but that might be the last mango of your life. Right. But then the desert gets really, really cold at night. Yeah, dude. Right. What do I have? Like, was it a plane crash? Hmm. No, you was doing an excursion with some white people in the Jeep, and they all died. And it's just me? Yeah, your black ass shouldn't have been out there. (laughs) And Johnny went to a barbecue. Where he got the invite. <laughs> and it wasn't really a barbecue. No. Nah. <laughs> and he got stranded. So one person got a Jeep, a couple backpacks, and then Johnny got barbecue supplies. Oh, yeah. I got some weapons. <laughs> so I'm just like, the Jeep going to run out of gas eventually. Yeah. I think I would just take my chances with the jungle. Because I think... I think so, too. I feel like if you got a better chance of somebody seeing a flare gun if you shot it in the air. Might find some water, too. Yeah. I'm just... Because I'm just scared of the desert. That's just so wide open and so much space. Like, Yeah. It's not much you can really do. No, yeah, there's, like, no resources. I was like, 
what if you were a producer on like one of the biggest songs ever, but you never got any credit and no one knows it was you? Like you got paid for it, but like no one knows it was you, nothing. Or you're like an artist who's like a one hit wonder that everybody knows who it was then, but you never had a a hit since. Mm. I'd rather be the unknown person, the unknown producer. Yeah. Yeah, with the money. You got money either way, right? Take my privacy. That's real. That'd be nice. But then, too, it's like you can use it. The people that you do tell about, they're like, what? They wouldn't believe you, though. They're like, yeah, sure you did, nigga. No one believes you, man. (laughs) But then I feel like one-hit wonders are such like a joke. Yeah. Yeah. And then you can, like, perform live, but you can only do that song, and people want you to do that song all the time. Yeah, you don't, don't care about that new shit you wrote, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> bro, music, bro, music fans is mean when you got that one song they really want to hear. They're like, yeah. I don't give a fuck about that new shit, nigga. Yeah, you be like, I got this new track I wrote when I was saying. Boo. Like, boo. If uh, if if the Baja Man came out of the new album and everyone's like, hey, do do who let the dogs out, bro? We don't want to hear this new shit. The fuck? Oh. Like we got a new song. Because <laughs> I don't know any yeah. of their other songs. I used to love Who Let the Dogs Out. Right. Because it was on the Rugrats movie. Yep. Yep. Okay. This one sounds like it might be fucked up. So, Johnny, there's this subreddit called Am I the Asshole? And basically, <laughs> people post anonymous stories of when oh. they feel like they're an asshole and they like nice. ask the internet if they are. Yeah. So me and Arthur just be reading them. This shit funny as shit. Yeah. But this one, this one might be fucked up. This one's called, Am I the asshole for high-fiving a stranger who, who humiliated my boyfriend? <laughs> my boyfriend and I go to the climbing gym regularly. All right, they white. He is really <laughs> into it. And I just started and climbing a few times a week. He's stupidly competitive about it and quietly insults beginners who are not as good, which makes me feel self-conscious because I'm a beginner. Last night, we were at the climbing gym again and he was doing a V6. There was about six people taking turns on the problem, on the problem probably because it's a newly installed route and they were all failing. And then a girl came and flashed it. She made it look so easy, but at the end, she didn't hold the final hold for five seconds. And my boyfriend called her out after she was done. Holding the last hold for five seconds is supposed to be the right way of finishing a route. But she was doing it so easily, she definitely could have. I think he was just being salty because she did it when he couldn't. She laughed and told him he didn't, he didn't even start the problem correctly and walked off. I gave her a high five because she was walking towards me and did amazing at the problem. And knocked my boyfriend off his high horse. And she was surprised, but high-fived me. My boyfriend turned to me and gave me a what-the-fuck look and wouldn't talk to me the rest of the night. <laughs> when we were heading home, he ranted that I couldn't be trusted to watch his back if I chose to take a stranger's side over him. I was shocked that's what he took from the climb and told him he shouldn't Told him she, he shouldn't have nitpicked her when she clearly climbed it correctly and he got mad and argued. I was supposed to take his side over people I don't even know. Hey, <laughs> nah, if you hit if you're hitting relationship bumps over rock climbing, your relationship is shaky as fuck. 
It's already rocky. <laughs> it was already yeah. rocky. You were climbing it's already the rocks rocky. the whole time. Yeah, they, <laughs> they was already fighting about something else. They've been emotionally rock climbing way longer than they've been rock climbing. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I can just I can just picture this type of dude. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, we He's all know like who this guy is. Like, yeah, really, bro? You telling people they're not rock climbing, right? Yeah, get the fuck out of here. Get out of here, bro. Why yeah, do you I, need I to rock know. climb? I don't think she the asshole in this situation because I, I can just picture who this dude is. No, yeah. this dude is probably, he's definitely emotionally abusive. Probably. Because yeah. to say, like, I can't trust you, like, what? Wait, I think his name is, I think his name's Topher. What do you think his name is? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's Topher. Topher, Tanner. Tanner. Yeah, definitely one of those. No, yeah. Rock, climb. rock climbing is cool, but the people who are assholes that rock climb, like, they are probably real assholes. <laughs> Man, now I wish Marcus was here because, you know, remember the Patton Oswalt call? Uh -huh. He got, he called Patton Oswalt. I think you were there, Niles, but he yeah, got yeah. his number because our, our friend, I won't say who in case, but he worked at a, uh, a rock climbing gym and like Patton Oswald's daughter was like went to that rock climbing gym so he had his number mm -hmm. so we like got his number and he was like don't don't abuse it though and, like, and then <laughs> Marcus just called him <laughs> in the middle of the day was like you want to be on our show in my homie's backyard <laughs> bro the way Marcus did it was so funny this yeah. nigga calls Patton Oswald and goes Hey, Patton, Stephen Marcus Relaford here. Um, <laughs> and Patton was like, okay, hey, man, how you yeah. doing? What's up? He's yeah. Like, yeah, good to talk to you. Uh, you know, we're, we're doing a comedy show, Benefit, pretty soon. He's like, okay, give me the details. Like, yeah, so it's in my friend's backyard. We're doing it pretty soon. I'm trying to see if you were, wanted to be on the show. And Patton was just <laughs> silent for a second. Patton's like, uh, yeah, I'm just going to have to pass on that one, man. Thanks for letting me know, though. <laughs> he thought it was a real call. But it's like the three, when he said the three name thing, I was like, oh shit. And then he said, Stephen Marcus Relaford here. And he, he legit started listening. I'm listening. Yeah, I'm a yep. you're unsuccessful is because you don't have three names yet. For real. Got three names and a suffix. I'm about to use that. I'm looking for another one. Man, that's right. I need hell of yeah, I know, right? The green, uh, rain got lean in it. Yeah, that rock climbing shit. I mean, I think I went rock climbing once in like at, like summer camp or some shit. Yeah, I, I hated it. You got this one, one could be cool. Oh, uh, never mind. This one, never mind. That look was that one looks sad. <laughs> That's. So Lilu, up here chilling. I'm in a high chair too. She jumped up here. <laughs> this could be interesting. No, never mind. That that one seemed racist. Uh, am I the no, not asshole? You racist. You want to get down? This one. Am I the asshole for telling my husband he can't host a weekly game night? Uh, so probably. my <laughs> hubby told me the other day. He wanted to start hosting a weekly game night since he hasn't been able to get together much with his friends now that we have two kids. 
I told him I thought that was a great idea, but maybe they could do once a month or every couple of weeks instead of every single week. But, but just because it gets hard watching the kids all day, every day, he does help me with bedtime for them a few nights a week when he isn't working out or at church or cheating. I'm playing. He, she didn't say oh. that. <laughs> <laughs> he, got, he got mad at me and said, am I not entitled to a break every now and again? I got upset and asked him if I was entitled to a break too, since I do the bulk of the child care and housework. He hasn't had Ooh. to watch both kids alone except one or two times because I usually take one or both with me on errands. And he Ooh. said I was changing the subject. He said, you get breaks when they take their naps. <laughs> Damn, that's cold, nigga. <laughs> and I do, but I'm usually cleaning and working out during that time. I told him that he also gets breaks during his work day multiple times for lunch and even bathroom by himself without a toddler at his heels. He yeah. ended up saying he can't do a weekly game <laughs> night because I need help, and now he is upset and giving me the silent treatment. And she's over there like, what are you doing? So am I the asshole for telling him he can't schedule a weekly game night? I thought giving him an option for monthly or every other week was a good compromise because I do want him to be able to see his friends. I get to see my friends during the week in the daytime sometimes since they are stay-at-home moms as well. Hey, man, if you wanted to play games, you should have worked on them. <laughs> nah, that's real <laughs> shit, though, It's like bro. you have a kid's. You, you made that choice. Yeah. I be telling people that, bro. I'm, I be like, dog, like, you just shouldn't have had children. Like, not saying you can't do nothing for yourself, but it's just kind of like, that's a lot for one person to be taking care of two kids every day by themselves. Every day, yeah. That's hard. Yeah. That's, that's not fair. Because I'll say any day, I, I think going and working a job is way easier than staying home with, two, with, staying home with kids. Because mm-hmm. the job... You're doing the same job every day. Kids is unpredictable, nigga. You could come home, and now your kid doing some weird shit that you got to be like, all right, don't do that no more. And they like, yeah, why? They why can't I do that no more? It. Yeah. <laughs> like, I remember, like, my sister had, like, an eraser stuck in her ear or some shit, and my mom had to take her to the doctor to get that shit out. That's way harder than being a lawyer, nigga. Mm-hmm. Yep. Kids is, kids is crazy. Like, I, I don't want one. That shit is. Mm-hmm. So I yeah. get it. And, and she said she said he could do once a month. Yeah, once yeah, a month is cool. Look, and look, I'm not trying to be patriarchal or nothing. Nigga, you a grown man, bro. What you need to see your friends all the time for? For real. <laughs> like, I'm not trying to be that dude, but like, you a grown man, bro. You don't need no weekly game night. Nope. No. What game is he going to play anyways? That's what I'm saying. Right. Play Candyland with your kids. <laughs> play a game. Kids love to play yeah, games. They love games. Your kids gonna know better games to play than your friend. Yep. And then telling telling your wife you get a break when they take a nap is crazy. Oh, that's, that's a slap in the face. Like she really should have slapped him for that. She should have. I, I do not condone domestic violence in any way. I'm just saying. Take mm-hmm. that. <laughs> let me find let me find one more so many get posted every day there's a lot of assholes in this country mm-hmm. oh yeah yep USA yeah I've done uh, like when I babysit for my niece and nephew like they're so exhausting when they take a nap like I'm taking a nap 
I'm tired as tired as they woke me up at like 6 a.m. I take the same nap. Oh, this one might be funny. Yeah. <laughs> Am I the asshole for refusing to help my stepdaughter get a scholarship? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm a 38-year-old woman. I have a stepdaughter uh, that's 18 years old, and she's been my stepdaughter for about three years. She lives with my husband and I exclusively. I have two small children, both under eight, that also live with us exclusively. South Dakota is currently applying. No, no, I thought I said SD. I thought it was South Dakota. No, stepdaughter is currently applying to scholarships to attend college. She has asked me to put in an extensive amount of work to help her get a scholarship she is eligible for because of my occupation. The problem is she is rather horrid to both myself and my two small children. She also contributes nothing to the house. She will only do a chore when asked. And when asked, she is so nasty about it. It's so bad that I have basically just stopped asking her to do anything because it's not worth the fight. She doesn't unload the dishwasher, vacuum, or take the trash out. She does not clean her bathroom or scoop her cat's litter boxes. She will sit at the table after a family dinner and watch her dad and I clean everything up. She, She will see it needs to be done and purposely leave it for someone else to do. My husband and I are exhausted by her. When directly asked, she will act as though we are the two most horrid people. Saying mean things or even crying to get out of the task. Yeah, 18? Yeah, damn. She will not allow the two younger children to take part in conversations with her. She will walk over them or tell them they are rude for interrupting. They will occasionally ask her for hugs, and she always replies with, not right now. (laughs) This this bitch crazy. They love to watch her play her instruments, and she will refuse to play if they are around. She's so unkind and so so manipulative. I just don't have the want or the energy anymore. I've tried. I used to help her with school or difficult teachers. I have helped put helped and pushed her to get into therapy. She wanted it, and I agreed it was necessary. I intervened with her first employer when they were scheduling her doing school hours. I would gladly help her if I felt respected or loved, but I don't. Am I the asshole for just being done? I've counted the days until she's out of the house. And I don't have to decide if I want to clean up after her or fight her or get her to clean up after herself. Yeah, no, she's not the asshole. Yeah, you're definitely not the asshole, but I'm just kind of like, if you want the bitch out, help her get into college. Uh, right. Get her out the house. I get a 12 scholarships. Get the fuck out my house. <laughs> no, nah, I help her get a job at Walmart. College is fun. Walmart. <laughs> college is fun. That's the thing. College is fun. She won't come back. <laughs> You get her a job at Walmart, she gonna be at the on the doorstep crying in a week. I don't want to wear this blue vest no more. <laughs> yeah, that's real. That's true. Yeah, Walmart is fucked up. It was like yeah. hella shootings at Walmart over like the Christmas season. Mm-hmm. Walmart yep. is like damn near an insane asylum mixed the with a grocery got, store. The day I got to Mississippi, there was a shooting at a Walmart like 10 minutes from my house. Holy shit. Some lady went in there with a gun and she just like grabbed a Walmart worker and like had the gun to her head and was like, empty the register or I'm gonna shoot her. <laughs> and so she like she like robbed the Walmart, but I guess like somebody else, so either the police, I can't remember who shot her, but like either the police or somebody that was there with a gun shot her. That's, yep. I was going to say, it's hard to pull up at a Walmart with a gun because, like, half the people in the Walmart have a gun on them. 
And they have guns at Walmart. And they sell guns at Walmart. Yeah, and, exactly. this is Missis- and this is Mississippi. Oh, right. yeah, so it's open care. So. Mm-hmm. It's not the place. You know where it's the place, obviously. That's fucked up. Huh? I think you're muted. Can't hear you. I think you're muted right now. We can't hear you. No. I don't know what happened. I hate Zoom. I know. The Zoom shit's annoying. My speakers weren't working for a second. I didn't even hear what you said. There you are. Oh, yeah. Well, you, we couldn't hear you. Oh, my bad. Sorry. I just cut around this part. Man, Grassdoor be sending me $25 to my wallet, but the shit be too expensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shit, Grassdoor still think I'm Darren. <laughs> <laughs> If you're a weed company, holler at us, bro. Yeah. Please. Sponsorship. Because I'm just like, I just feel like we're too funny to be paying for weed. Mm-hmm. That's just my for, opinion. For anything. <laughs> Nigga say anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Right. I shouldn't have to pay for deodorant. I'm so funny. Shit. Isn't that wild that when you get rich and famous and you the more you can afford, the more free shit you get? Yeah, I learned that when I worked at the bank. I was like, wait, so people that have money just get free stuff? Right. They get more like more um more features in their accounts. Yeah. Higher rates. Right. Yeah. Sponsorship. A lot of weed companies they ain't got no money. Mm-mm. Like they used to. Right. Niggas better start learning how to grow their own weed. I know. Cause it's just oh. like it was like one of those things, especially like people that don't live in LA don't know this. It's like everybody was starting a weed brand. Everybody was getting a dispensary. So I, I was like, at some point, who's gonna make money? Mm-hmm. Yep. And so because I've even seen myself where like this this dispensary is doing a deal. If you come in your first two, three times, you get a discount. So all right, I go do that for the first couple times. Then I find out a dispensary a couple miles away is doing that. So I'm gonna go do it there. So yeah. I stopped going to the other one. And so I'm just like, I know I can't be the only one that's doing that. Right. Shit, the only dispensary I was ever loyal to was the little trap shop by the old crib. Yep. And then that shit got raided. Yep. Oh, now there's yeah. a new one in the same the same building. Oh, they somebody came back. That place it's is probably, just always have a it always has a weed shop in it. It's probably huh. the same people. Weird. It might be the same people. They just do it. It's always different. like uh, you know, Bro. a big jar of weed and no tax. Those are the best ones. I'll never forget that day. I'll never huh. forget that day, bro. I should, I should, I almost went to jail. Mm-hmm. I think I, I pulled up the same day or something. 
But you went there later that day? I think I went there later on that day, yeah. Bro, I can't remember what happened, but I remember the first thing, I remember I woke up and I was like, I'm going to go get weed and get tacos today. And then I remember some somebody called me and we got into an argument and we just like fought on the phone for like 20, 30 minutes. I can't remember who it was. And so it just derailed my day. So like I just sat in my room for a second and then I was like, oh yeah, I need to go get weed. So that like kind of derailed my day by like an hour. And nigga, I'm walking towards the weed shop, looking down at my phone. All I hear is get down on the ground right now, get down. And it's like, they're literally pulling people out the weed shop and throwing them against the wall and putting them in handcuffs and shit. And like, there's a nigga yelling like, I'm just a customer. I'm just a customer. And they're like, you don't no. care. No. And I was like, bro, like if I had it, if I had gone there 20, 30 minutes earlier, bro, cause they can like, they can like what? Charge you with possession just for being in there? Yeah. What? That shit was crazy. That's and then nice. I went across the street to the little taco truck, and they were like, "Oh yeah, they've been, they've been raiding that place like all morning." Mm. And like the busted the windows up, and then at the end of the day, they like boarded it up with yep. wood and shit. Yeah, crazy. They only gonna let you make illegal money for so long. Yeah, yeah. So are so much of it. Right. Yeah, but people are greedy. Yep. Make this money. Greedy. Damn, bro. I think of Marx's joke about the, the points. And I'm like, if you had some points at that shop and you came and you're like, I'm about to get me my free eighth today on my punch card. And they're like, get on the fucking ground. You're like, no. I don't even have no money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had like, if I go back and look at my wallet, I probably have like five different punch cards from like five yep. different distilleries. Yeah. Because there's just too many. Yeah, there's so many. And they're all punching. Yeah, it was basically everybody that had money started a dispensary or a weed brand. Because a lot of yep. a lot of those weed companies are just started by people who just have rich parents. Right. Exactly. And then, then you got people starting like trap shops because they don't want to pay like all the fees and shit. Mm -hmm. Exactly. No. And then this nigga's still locked up. Yep. That's that like Demar Randy has the funniest. Demar Randy had the funniest joke about 420. He said, "You know, on 420, niggas in prison probably hot." <laughs> no. Like, what? They out there doing a uh, holiday for the shit I'm locked up for. <laughs> yeah. That's oh, crazy. <laughs> like, it's so many people in prison for weed, bro. Like, they got, like, 15, 20 years just because they got locked up at the wrong time, bro. Because mm -hmm. what's, what's the dude? What's the Republican? He's a politician. He gave Obama, he gave Obama like, a lot of trouble. He was very much on, like, criminalization of weed. John Boehner, yeah, John Boehner, and then oh yeah, two three years two three years ago he became like a board member or a chairperson for some big weed company. Mm -hmm. After after being a like a Republican and like locking people up and shit, Jeez. now he making money off of it. 
It's cold. It's a cold, it's a cold game, game, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it's like, you know, me and Arthur, like, we work for these weed companies, bro. They ain't shit. They really ain't. Them niggas fired us on the same day. Well, fired the whole squad. And the whole they, squad. They, left, they, left, they left the premises before we, before the work shift was over. They just left us there. <laughs> they were just like, bye. Y'all fired? We out of here. <laughs> we, we fired, too. We fired, too. <laughs> But y'all can keep working if y'all want to. What? <laughs> if you want to. Yeah, we, yeah, people, we, we, people we work. Mm-hmm. Y'all worked, right? Yeah, we worked. Y'all bagged it's, it up. For myself. Yeah. I realized at that point I was self-employed. No, you know how many pins I have? That really was great. It re- that really was crazy. Like twenty comedians working together in one little place. Mm-hmm. You can't ever say we make you lazy. No, no. Because we was working a lot and smoking. A lot. I wish, I wish he'd recorded all of that because I just, I just remember he had a mic that night and I was at the mic and just one after another, everyone came up and told their version of the same story and it was so funny. Fire. Yeah, because like when someone in the bathroom wasn't like Victor in the bathroom or some shit. Oh, he Roger, came back. Roger. Roger, yeah. yeah. Roger was <laughs> in the bathroom while we was getting fired. And he yep. walked out and was like, What what's going what, on? What? Yeah. <laughs> we were dying. Like you couldn't help but laugh. And then and he was um, like, What? Bro, when Yusuf rode the blunt and lit it in there. He was like, mm-hmm. what they going to do? Fire us again? Fire us again? <laughs> no. That remember, shit was hilarious. Remember the white girl, Christina? She was like, so like, what does that mean? And we were like, we're fired. Like, Damn. Because they didn't tell you... us we were fired explicitly. They were like, we're, uh, we're going we're gonna to discontinue this operation today. We, there might be another opportunity in some other place. And there wasn't but, basically but, yeah. I think the other opportunity was like we could go down to was it San Jose or so go up to San Jose and like train our replacements. Mm-hmm. And they would yeah, pay that's us what it was. And I remember they trusted they trusted one person that worked with us to um drive the supplies to drive the weed truck. They had a truck. And they filled it with a bunch of weed products. Somebody they had just fired, they they trusted him to to drive a truck full of weed for them all the way to like San Jose from LA. And they did it. And they, and did, they it. did it. Yeah, yeah, I guess maybe they got paid a good amount, but probably. Yeah. I doubt it. Right. Crazy. They probably spend more spend more money on gas for them. <laughs> no, that's really how it be. Uh-huh. <laughs> Damn, man. That is that how it be. You never want to work for somebody ever again. Mm-hmm. I'm about to. How long have we been doing this? Long no, enough. No. I'm so tired. Me too. I need to take Maybe a Yo, you said that. I feel like it's been an hour. 
Yeah, it's been yeah, an hour. It's been an hour. Cool. Hey, if you listen to this shit though, and you live in LA, why haven't you gotten your ticket for the secret show yet? What the fuck? What are you doing? You got literally it's in two weeks. Well, it'll be less than two weeks when this comes out on Monday, aka mm-hmm. Martin Luther King Day, aka yep. Statue of Eats Pussy Day. Um, <laughs> but yeah, this the, we're doing the secret show January 28th. We are raising money for our Seattle trip with this show. Mm-hmm. Come through, buy a ticket. You can pay what you want to pay. If all you got is a dollar, give me that dollar, nigga. Come through, come laugh. Uh, bring some friends. If you've already got a ticket, bring two friends. Tell them to get a ticket too. We will be selling pay what you want tickets at the door. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll have merch to buy at the show. And we'll also be taking donations for our trip to the Pacific Northwest and Chicago. So come help us out. It's going to be a really fun show. We got Deuce Flame and Bungalow Collect doing the music. Corey Young opening for us. And then we got some more shit going. We're going to be in Portland for the Northwest Black Comedy Festival. Um, that's going to be fun. My birthday weekend in Portland. And then we're going to Seattle on the 18th of February. Tickets are flying for Portland and Seattle because I posted the show in the city of Portland's subreddit and the uh-huh. city of Seattle subreddit. And all those people was like, yo, we buying tickets. So don't let niggas that don't know me buy all the tickets up. You're going to be sad. So going to be real sad. <laughs> going to be real sad. But yeah, we um, we coming. We coming there. And then we got some more cities we got to announce probably next episode. Hey. Yeah. So be looking out for that. But uh, we appreciate y'all for listening and watching and coming to the shows and shit. Hey, Venmo me $20 if you're still listening. At Niles Abstin. I need some gas money. Mm. And that's real. That's yeah. real. Yep. All right, y'all. All right. Y'all had to be here. Was this 26? Seven. Damn. Yeah, seven. That's almost that's half a year. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Appreciate y'all. All right. All right. Peace.